Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. As always, I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, my brother, Nathan. Hey, yo. Yeah, uh, thoughts up for the bad guy. Um, he's still fighting here, Nathan. I know. Um, but yeah, uh, this is not the wrestling podcast, but we do, you know, thoughts up, uh, hopefully he can, you know, make it out of this thing. He's, he's a fighter, but welcome to scores, our weekly sports podcast. And we got a big one because the NFL is dropping bombs left and right, uh, with their news. Also, we're going to be talking the NCAA men's and women's tournaments, giving our picks for who's going to win and the biggest upsets plus a bunch of other goodies for you. And let's start with the biggest news of the weekend. Tom Brady said, you got selection Sunday. Well, I'm going to override that because Tom Brady put a tweet out on Sunday night that, um, well, it um, shook up the sports world completely. Um, Tom Brady put out, this is a quote tweet, that these past two months I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business. LFG. What means? What means? Let's fucking go. Uh, you know, the worst part about this is there was a guy that just bought a $50,000 football. Yep. Yep. Because he, because he thought it was Tom Brady's last touchdown ball, and now he's coming back. Dude, that guy's got to hate his life right now. Just. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that guy? Like, I just got this rare football. No one's ever going to have. This is mine. And then the next day, what are we, the next day, Brady <laughs> says he's coming back. Like, he didn't even give him 24 hours to process, like, <laughs> that he owned that. It's like, it's like Brady was like, this guy's making 50 grand off of me. Nah. I'm I, th- I think, I think Brady spent too much time with his wife and kids and was like, yeah, no, nah, fuck this. I can't do this. <laughs> he was like, these wife and kids drive me insane. I'm going to go back and play football some more. Oh, uh, I, 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 yeah, that sucks, dude. That guy's got to feel like just like the worst. He's just the worst day ever. I not only did you just spend that much money in this, it's for nothing. You just spent money on a worthless football. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Tom Brady coming yeah. back. Um, I don't know what to think about this. I kind of saw it coming. I kind of knew yeah. that he wouldn't stay retired forever. Until he takes a big hit to where he gets hurt, he ain't quit. Um, another big news story that came out, Ryan, Deshaun Watson found not guilty. He told he had all those women come out against him. Somehow, there was not enough evidence. So, he's not, not guilty, man. So, that means you got about... 10 teams scrambling to find a way to pull in Deshaun Watson into their organization. 
Uh, so currently, yeah, he was found. Uh, he won't face criminal charges in connection with sexual misconduct allegations. Uh, a grand jury on Friday declined to indict uh, Deshaun Watson following a police investigation. So um, basically, I guess that means he is clear to go. Um, he can do what he wants. And so now he is currently meeting with Carolina, New Orleans, uh, other teams as well to potentially, you know, make a play for Deshaun Watson here. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, man. This year is nuts. I say this um, every year, it feels like, but yeah, this year yeah. is nuts. Um, also, in quarterback news, uh, they keep going off the board, which means the Colts have less and less options to go for. Mitchell Trubisky, who was highly touted by a lot of the teams out there as a potential starter this year, um, will apparently sign a two-year deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers, more than likely becoming the starting quarterback because uh, Mason Rudolph is there now, and I don't, I don't see him getting it. I think that he's going to end up becoming the starter for Pittsburgh. So. Another quarterback off the board. Only a few left that are really good out there for some teams that are still needing quarterbacks. Yeah, the only ones you got. And Teddy Bridgewater just uh, decided to be a backup again in uh, in uh, Miami. Yeah, so we've still got um, looking at some of the quarterbacks left. Uh, uh, Marcus Mariota, who. Some teams are really high on. I don't see that as I wasn't very impressed with this time um, in Vegas. He didn't play a whole lot, but from what I saw, he was all right. But it was just in trick formations, and I don't really see him being a good at all game starter. Um, also, 49ers former quarterback as well. Um, I, for yeah, some reason, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is also still available. Those are the two top, I would say. Um, in the quarterback class that are still for agents. So, again, we'll James see what Winston's happens. Out there. James Winston is still out there. Um, who knows? Who, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> you know who else is out there, Ryan? Jacoby Brissett. What if the Colts end up with Jacoby Brissett again? They just bring him back? <laughs> yeah. We just end up right where we started. <laughs> Um, also, Cleveland Browns have released five-time Pro Bowler wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Um, as they made a trade, um, after they made a trade to pick up uh forward Dallas Cowboys receiver Amari Cooper, so I guess they couldn't keep both of them, so they have decided. So they had Landry and OBJ, and now they have none of them. Yeah. And so they end up with Amari Cooper, who is all right but he is nowhere near the level of Jarvis Landry and I bet I, I don't know I you know you see these guys go into Cleveland and they don't have good years I'm starting to think maybe it's the quarterback maybe it's the quarterback maybe it's just Cleveland in general you know I mean Cleveland does suck but you know I don't know man Baker may not be getting it done you never know he's he, they OBJ didn't do good there, and Jarvis Landry had like his worst year ever when he was playing in Cleveland. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Like but yeah, still a lot of free agents out there. There are some going, some free agents that have been signed. Um, uh, Reddick, um, Hassan Reddick will play for the Eagles next year. He's going to sign a deal with the Eagles. Um, 
the Chargers have signed J.C. Jackson, uh, cornerback, to an $82 million deal. So, again, there's, there's some people going. It's like the first day of free agency, so we are going to get uh, this whole week are going to be uh, pretty crazy here uh, in the NFL. I didn't expect this to be much of an NFL podcast today, but, you know, yeah. they decided to come out and just throw out every high-profile news they could throw at us here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go into some baseball here real quick, Ryan, because I need to rant about my Reds real quick. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. They traded, well, they traded starting pitcher Sonny Gray. Yep. And now they're getting ready to trade. Their, he's only there for a year or yep. two years, maybe. And now they're getting ready to trade their all-star outfielder, Jesse Winker. Yep. Do they not want to win games? Is that, is that their goal? To not win uh, like, are they playing to not win tickets? Apparently so. Um, yeah, they are trading uh, Jesse Winker to the Seattle Mariners. Um, and Sonny Gray was traded to the Minnesota Twins. I mean, they did get a pitching prospect in return, so. Yeah, that's all they ever do is get prospects. <laughs> anyway, I just had to rant about that real quick. Um, and this is the first year, Nathan, where there's going to be universal DH in, the, in, in MLB. What are your thoughts on that, having DH in both NL, NL and AL now? I don't know. Because I'm on the NL side. NL never had it, you know, and they made our pitchers have to bat, which was a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. For the opposite team, it was like, okay, sometimes that was a really easy out. And it also could be bad because your pitcher could get hurt batting and not even be, you know, be able to pitch. So I don't know. I'll get used to it. I'm just glad they're all playing by the same rules now. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I would rather all do either no DH across the board or all have a DH. I mean. Right. Um, yeah, baseball is coming back very, very soon here. It's going to be a quick uh, little. quick little. Yeah, quick. also in the minors, they're running trials for robot umpires. Hell yeah. They're running trials for larger bases. Hell yeah. Uh, something about infield switching and one other thing. Anti-shift. Yeah, uh, pitch clocks. They're going to have they're at pitch clock, yeah. So all four of those things are being uh, trialed in the minors, and they could be implemented as early as next year. Um, they're also... Um, Pitchers will only be allowed two pickoff throws or step-offs per plate appearance. Wow. A third pickoff attempt that does not lead to an out will result in automatic advancement for the runners. That's getting crazy, man. So they're just trying – Base all this is is just trying to reduce the time it takes to play a baseball game. Yeah. Because they have started to realize that people do not want to watch five hours of baseball. And so they're trying everything they can to try to make it faster because the NFL and the NBA and all these other sports are fast, exciting, go, go, go. And the MLB is lacking in that. And it's just kind of like, you know, we're just going to stand here for 20 minutes doing nothing. So <laughs> I think 
this is all just about trying to keep up with the other major sports and and make it more exciting for the fans because they I think they know most people are kind of it's hard to watch a full whole baseball game. There's a lot that happens and you're just like, oh. <laughs> so we'll see yeah, if all that happens. MLB's will way different next year. Yeah, if all this gets implemented, yeah. I don't understand the larger bases. Uh, what's it? What's the benefit? I guess shorter, if they're a little bit larger, it's just that much shorter to get to the base. I think, yeah. Maybe, maybe better opportunities for steals. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. We'll see what happens with those new rules and if people like them or not. I'm going to sell you right now if they're not because MLB fans are <laughs> ridiculous and they are all old school and they do not want change. So right, I've already right. seen people already complaining about it and they haven't even happened yet. <laughs> so. <True. laughs> all right, let's get into let's do all let's do some more little stuff before we get into the big boys here. Yeah. Uh, let's and girls, uh, let's get into. Uh, we don't need to go through the hockey standings. We already know what they didn't change. Nothing has changed. I will tell you right now, it is the exact same standings as it was last week. Yeah. So nothing has we'll changed. We'll go to NBA, right? NBA has got a little bit of movement. NBA, some stuff's happening, <laughs> a little bit. Um. So I do have something to say here with the ML- NBA right now. Whether you agree or disagree with Kyrie Irving, it, the whole situation. So he's not allowed to play or be in the locker room when they got fined $50,000, the Nets did, for letting him in the locker room while they're at a home game. Um, but he's allowed to sit in the – he bought season tickets. So he's allowed to be in the stands watching the game from courtside, but he's not allowed to play. Yeah. So he's right, right there. So he's still there, not wearing a mask. He's still hanging out right next to the team, but he's not allowed to play, but he's allowed to be in the arena. That makes uh, no sense at all. And then he goes into the locker room and they find him $50,000. What in the world? <laughs> that's freaking stupid. Uh, anyway. Speaking of the Philadelphia 76ers and Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn has fallen down uh, a lot since that trade. Meanwhile, Philadelphia is moving up. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. uh, mm. um, Miami is in first place in the East. Philadelphia, though, making a charge up in the second place. Hell yeah. Uh, Milwaukee is third. Chicago has dropped the fourth. They were in first place most of this first, uh, most of the season, but they have now dropped down the fourth. Boston is up to fifth, and Cleveland down to sixth. And right now, currently in the play-in tournament is Toronto, Brooklyn, Atlanta, and Charlotte. Uh, Washington, New York, and Indiana are still technically in the playoff hunt, but they are pretty far behind. But Detroit and Orlando have been officially eliminated from playoff contention. They both only have 18 wins. Out West, we have a team that has already walked in a playoff position. Uh, they have quenched a playoff berth. It is the Phoenix Suns, who are sitting at 54-14. and 14, Seven and a half games ahead of the second-place team. They have a, already walked in a playoff berth. That's crazy. 
Memphis is that second place team. They are seven and a half games back, so I don't see them catching Phoenix, but they're they have passed Golden State. Uh, Golden State is third. Utah is down in fourth. Dallas fifth, and Denver sixth. In the play-in tournament, you've got Minnesota, both LA teams, and New Orleans. And technically, every team is still available in the playoffs hunt, but uh, it is not looking good for teams like Oklahoma City and Houston, who are falling down fast. Um, and Sacramento. Sacramento's dropped four games in a row. They're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Uh, they were right there. They were in the playoffs a couple weeks ago, or at least in the play-in tournament, and now they are, they're falling hard. Um, right. They made that trade for Sabonis, and they've not done good since. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good sign. Uh, so... That could be a record for the quickest to clinch a playoff first. Uh, maybe. Golden State clinched it when they had their winning their season where they um, made when they broke the record. But, yeah, that's pretty crazy. That is crazy. We got a whole other month to play. Like, what the hell? Actually, Milwaukee um, did it. Milwaukee did it last year, two years ago. They quenched the playoff spot in only 56 games. Good Lord. So, yeah, so they, but this right, is pretty to, close. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to uh, to some golf real, real quick, Ryan. We had the uh, Players' Championship. Yes, we did. The Players, one of the big ones. Um, it was at Ponte Verde Beach, Florida, TPC Sawgrass, of course, where it's at every year. And the winner this year, Cameron Smith from uh, Australia, I believe. I believe that is. Yeah. I believe that, yeah, the Australia. Uh, negative 14, beating out Paul Casey, who was negative 11. Never heard of either one of those guys. <laughs> Justin Thomas, who was Justin Thomas, who was the defending champion, did not even finish in the top ten, let alone the top fourteen. I don't even know if he played in this tournament because I don't see his name. Any- oh, he was thirty fourth. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know anybody in the top ten. I have not. Dustin Johnson is the only name on the top ten that I've even heard of. <laughs> That's crazy. Everyone here, like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> That's but the weed singer Fleetwood Mac uh, played Tommy Fleetwood, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, let's go into let's go into UFC. Ron, we had a fight night, I believe. Uh, we also want to talk to UFC before we get into that. It's finally happened, Nathan. It's finally happened. Yes, Greg Hardy is gone. It's finally happened. He has announced that he's probably done after his contract is up. Thank God. Because <laughs> I don't want to see another Greg Hardy fight. I don't want to see another Greg Hardy fight for the for as long as I live. <laughs> that was ugly as hell. His last loss was so bad. Yeah. Um, yes, we did have a fight night from the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Main event, Tiago Santos and Mag- Magomed Anklev. 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 Um, sure. In a light heavyweight fight, this went unanimous decision to Anklev. 
All right. Uh, the co-main, we had Marwin Morales or Morale Morales and Yong Song Yadong in a bantamweight fight, and Song Yadong knocked out Marwin in the first round. Nice. Also, also on the call, it's Sodiq Yusuf defeated Alex Kakaris. Kakaris? Uh, by unanimous decision in a featherweight battle. Khalil Roundtree Jr. defeated Carl Robertson in a light heavyweight battle by knockout in the second round. Drew Dover defeated Terrence McKinney in a lightweight fight in the first round due to knockout. And Alex Perea defeated Bruno Silva in a middleweight fight by unanimous decision. It was either knockouts or unanimous decisions. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, that Dober guy is a one cocky-looking son of a bitch. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he looks like he looks like one of those college kids from the fucking frat house. Yeah, he looks he like a yeah. Yeah, he looks like a frat boy, one hundred percent, dude. Yeah, and he's thirty, like thirty-three years old. He only looks like he looks like an eighteen-year-old punk. Yeah. Uh, still, again, once again, no women's fight on the main card. We had two on the prelims, but not on the main. Right. So we'll keep putting that All right, let's go into NASCAR, Ryan. Uh, so Jeff, unfortunately, could not be here with the uh, race report this week. Um, he's got stuff come up, so I will tell him tell you what what he wanted me to say. <laughs> All right, um, let's do it. Um, Chase Briscoe, uh, when uh won his first NASCAR Cup Series race. Uh, it only took him 40 starts to do it, and he's from our home state, Nathan, of Mitchell, Indiana. Ah, so Chase, Chase Britscoe won at Phoenix for his first ever race, um, and it only took him 40 starts to do it. That's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, uh, so yet, yet another different winner. That is, five yes. Races, four, four or five races? Four different. Uh, yes, one, four, four races. Four races. Uh, four, four different, different winners. winners. Uh, Chase Briscoe right. did what we said. One, Ross Chastain ended up second. Tyler Reddick third. Ryan Blaney fourth. Kurt Busch fifth. Harvick sixth. Kyle Busch seventh. Logano eighth. Daniel Suarez ninth. And Chris Elliott is tenth. Uh, Cole Custer ended up in sixteenth. Austin Dillon ended up in twenty-first. Who the hell is Chris Elliott? Oh, I, I think I Chase Elliott, Chris. I got. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> Chase oh, Elliott and Chris say, that's Boucher. Another, that's another, okay, I was gonna say that's another Elliott. What the I fuck? looked at Chase and saw Chris and just completely, I read two names at the same time. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, in the All Xfinity right. series at Phoenix, uh, Noah Gradston got the win, and in the Camping World Truck Series, it was they didn't race. <laughs> Well, there you go. Make it easy on it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's go through some soccer scores real quick before we get to the college basketball round. So, yes, we had another weekend of uh, Major League Soccer. These are easy to do because they only play two days a week, which makes it super easy on me to read scores. So, Saturday, New York City beat Montreal 4-1. to Columbus beat Toronto 2-1. to yeah. The Los Angeles Football Club beat Miami 2 to nothing. Seattle beat LA Galaxy 3 to 2. Houston beat Vancouver 2 to 1. Chicago beat DC 2 to nothing or 2-0. Uh 
I'll get that right. Brielle Salt Lake beat New England three to two. Cincinnati beat Orlando two to one. Philadelphia beat San Jose Whoa. two. Cincinnati won a game. Holy shit. Uh, Philadelphia beat Jose San, San Jose two nil. Dallas beat Nashville two nil. Colorado beat Kansas City two nil. Portland beat Austin one nil. And then on Sunday, Atlanta beat Charlotte two to one. And Minnesota beat the New York Red Bulls one to nothing. All right. All right. So obviously the big thing, it's almost dancing time. The NCAA men's and women's tournaments have been announced on selection Sunday. Let's start. Which way we want to start with the women's or the men's? Uh, we're gonna start with the women. So fair warning, if you are uh, neither me or Nathan know too much about women's basketball. Not that we but don't. I'm gonna whoop this ass. So a lot of these picks I made were just based on pure luck. <laughs> so what we're gonna do, we're gonna go uh, bracket by bracket or quadrant by quadrant. We're gonna say the biggest upsets we have in the quadrant, and then we'll go with our elite eight picks in each quadrant, and then the final four, and then a national champion. So let's start with the top Greensboro, the number one seed, South Carolina. One of the biggest upsets I have is number 14, UT Arlington, beating number three, Iowa State. And I also have Creighton over Colorado. Hmm. I got UNLV beating Air. Oh, wait, are we, which one yes. are we in the Greensboro? It's the same one. Yep, same one. Yep. I got UNLV beating Arizona. It's my Ooh. big one. I do also have Creighton over Colorado. That's not really an upset. It's 10 7, but you know. Uh, my elite eight out of that division will be South Carolina and Georgia with South Carolina winning. South Carolina is way too dominant this year, too. I don't think they're going to get beat. So I got South Carolina and Georgia. The All right. My, my elite eight is uh, Iowa and Tennessee. Iowa and ten t- Tennessee. Oh, wait. You're, that's the final four. Oh, wait. oh sorry. My bad. That's fine. Iowa and who? Who do they have? Who do you have Iowa beating? Uh, UNLV. Do you have UNLV beating South Carolina? Yep. Wow. All right, let's move to the that's right. A, that's probably my biggest. That's probably my biggest upset on that. Uh, on, on the Spokane division. This was headed by number one seed Stanford. I don't have very many upsets on this side. Uh, the only one I do have is Florida Gulf Coast beating Virginia Tech. I don't really have any other upsets. I just now realize. Other than like Utah making it to the Elite Eight. Number seven, Utah, and number one, Stanford. And then I have number one, Stanford beating Utah. Okay, I got, let's see. Biggest upset is the winner of the Florida State. <laughs> uh, Montana State. That, yeah, beating Ohio State. I almost did that. <laughs> and I also have Arkansas beating Utah, 10 beating the seven. Okay. And then your lead eight out of there, and your one going to the final four. My lead eight out of Spokane is Virginia Tech in Texas, and I have Texas number two seed going to the final four. That that's doable. I have Texas getting beat by Utah in the second round, so. And I have Virginia Tech losing in the first round. So. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. Down to Wichita, which is number one, Louisville. I will say I do not have the number one seed making it all the way this time. I do have number 12, Belmont, upsetting number five, Oregon. 
I have a number seven Ole Miss beating number two Baylor, or no, losing to Baylor. Um, that's what we're really upset is is Belmont. Um, I have Baylor and Tennessee in the Elite Eight, and Baylor, the number two seed, making it to the Final Four. Uh, the only upset I have is South Dakota beating Ole Miss. Yeah, this one. Seven. Yeah. I'm kind of on the same page here. <laughs> yeah. My Elite Eight uh, out of the Wichita side is Baylor and Tennessee. Ooh, and then you have Tennessee, right? So we're about. I have Tennessee beating Baylor. We are very close in that in that bracket <laughs> on that side. Yeah. And over in the Bridgeport, I think I decided to say this is where most of my upsets are happening. I have number thirteen IUPUI beating number four Oklahoma. I have number eleven Princeton beating number six Kentucky. Um, and then I have. My final, my lead eight being number five, Notre Dame, beating number one, NC State, and then number two, UConn over number three, Indiana, with Notre Dame beating UConn to move it into the final four. Uh, the only upset I have is the IUPUI Oklahoma game. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, yeah, I got Indiana and Kentucky meeting in the next round. So. Ooh. Interesting. My lead eight out of that one, I have NC State, number one seed, versus Indiana, number three seed, Indiana, going to the final four. I thought about it. Man, I thought about it, but they'd have to go through UConn, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Not going to lie. Do you have UConn getting beat? I think I – no, I got Indiana beat UConn. Yeah. Yeah, I have Indiana and UConn battling, but I have – I will be a good game probably. And then, so the final four, I've got Baylor over South Carolina and Notre Dame over Stanford. And I went with Notre Dame to win the national championship. Ooh. Kind of out there pick, kind of out of nowhere, but you never know. Yeah, I got, uh, I got Tennessee beating Iowa, Indiana beating Texas. So Tennessee and Indiana uh, in the final. <laughs> With Indiana winning the championship. I knew you'd do that. I almost did just for fun. Um, all right. That is your women. Um, I don't, we'll see. I, I, I don't know if these are good picks or not. I don't know. Typically, I don't think there's very many upsets in women's tournament, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. So let's yeah. move over to the men's. This could be very interesting to hear what you've done with some of these games. Let's start with the West. Number one seed, Gonzaga in the West. I have a couple upsets. I have number 13, Vermont, over Arkansas, which is the All right. seed. I also have the winner of Rutgers and Notre Dame beating Alabama. And I also have Davidson beating Michigan State. Well, not going to lie, I got Davidson beating Michigan State, Rutgers beating Alabama. But my other one was New Mexico State beating UConn. Mm -hmm. um, I have got UConn and Duke in the Sweet Six in the Elite Eight with Duke beating UConn. I have neither one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got Texas Tech and Arkansas. Ooh, Arkansas. Mm, Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas going to the Final Four. Ooh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Let's go to the South. The South is a very intriguing region. 
Um, number one seed Arizona. Uh, this one's this one's this one's crazy. Um, this has yeah. the South region has the biggest team that should not be in the tournament, in my opinion. Uh, Michigan. Uh, I don't think Michigan did enough this year to make it in. Texas A&M did not make it in, even though they went to the finals of the SEC tournament. They did not make it in. Yeah, that's, Michigan that loses in the mind. Michigan loses in the first round of the Big Ten tournament and still makes it in. Yeah, Terrible. That, that was that was uh, weird choice. The Big Ten get nine upset, teams. Yeah, the only upset I have is Loyola Chicago beating Ohio State. I have the exact same upset. That's yeah. it for me too. Um, I have Illinois and Tennessee coming out of this one with Illinois making it in. Even though I will say that in Illinois Chattanooga game, Chattanooga is very intriguing. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't I got, know. I got Illinois and Loyola Chicago in the Elite Eight. Ooh, Illinois. Uh, with Illinois getting in. Ooh, we agree. Look at that. All right, down to the east, where it's number one seed Baylor. Um, I have a three upsets here. I have right. got number eleven Virginia Tech over Texas, number fourteen Yale over Purdue, and number ten San Francisco over number seven Murray State. All right. And my lead eight out of there is uh, I've got number five, St. Mary's, and number 11, Virginia Tech, with St. Mary's making it to the final four. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, I got the only upsets I have are – if you want to count Marquette North, beat North Carolina, it's a nine over an eight. But I got <laughs> IU over St. Mary's. I knew you'd have that. <laughs> oh, I also have Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech over Texas. Mm. I almost, I actually have Marquette over North Carolina too, but it's not really an upset. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my lead eight out of there is uh, Baylor and Virginia Tech. Man, we and both have Virginia. <laughs> yep. And Baylor going to the final. We both have Virginia Tech all the way out to the lead eight. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> all right. Let's go to. Go to the Midwest here. In the right? Midwest, number one seed, Kansas. I just now realize all of the number one seeds are West, West Western teams. Yeah. That's, I think that's the first time it's ever happened. Probably. There's, there's not one Eastern team that's in, the, that's <laughs> number one. Uh, this region, I have no, I have only have one upset, and that is Colgate. And, oh, I have two. I have Colgate, number 14, over number three, Wisconsin. And wow. I have number 11, Iowa State, over number six, LSU. I do have Iowa State over LSU. I just don't, I, have, I don't know. I just don't trust the Big Ten teams. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I have Creighton over San Diego State, 9 over I have that. I have that, too. Who's your lead eight out of that one, Ryan? My lead eight is number one, Kansas, and number two, Auburn, with Auburn knocking off Kansas to make it to the final four. Son of a bitch. I got the exact same thing. Jesus, we're very close. So, yeah, I got, so our final, my final four is Arkansas, Baylor, Illinois, and Auburn. I have Duke, St. Mary's, Illinois, and Auburn. Um, and I have Duke beating St. Mary's and then Auburn beating Illinois. Uh, 
I got Baylor beating Arkansas and Auburn beating Illinois. <laughs> and then the final game, I've got Auburn beating Duke for Auburn to win. I think their very first ever national championship. I got Baylor beating Auburn. Ooh. 63-59. I got it 70 to 62. So, man, this is going to be interesting. We have a lot similar, but then a lot that are different. This is going to be fun. Uh, we'll update you next week on, uh, where we're standing on our brackets. We'll be into like the sweet 16 by then. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, like I said, the biggest snub was obviously Texas A&M. They 100% deserve to be in there. Um, like I said, the big 10 had the most with nine teams out of 12 making it to the tournament, which is fucking insane. That's the same they got last year. And last year they did very bad. Which is why I don't trust them. They had what one team yeah, win last year? I don't see why. I mean, I know a lot of the other conferences struggled, but they shouldn't have got nine teams. Well, Michigan didn't deserve to be in there. No, no, they did not. No. Um, I don't even think Michigan State was that good either to get a seven. No, I don't either. And I think Illinois deserve more than a four. They fucking tied for the Big Ten. I know they got beat by Indiana, but. But it didn't hurt Michigan to get beat by Indiana. Yeah. And Tennessee, I thought, should have been a two. Um, they only got a three seed. I think they should have been a two, not Villanova. But other than that, you know, everything else is – it's still crazy to me that all four number one seeds are from the West. Yeah. That's, that's unreal. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that will be uh, – that's our NCAA picks. Uh, let us know. If you think we're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a lot of coaches get fired here as the uh, season ended. Um, Quinzo Martin was fired as South Carolina. Or Frank Martin was fired. Quinzo Martin was fired out of M- M- Missouri. Um, LSU's head coach got fired. Um, yeah, they had a lot of uh, a lot of teams do some you know, be looking for head coaches next year. Yeah. Um, real quick, the NIT bracket, Dayton, Oklahoma, SMU, and Texas A&M are the top seeds. So at Texas A&M, always, whoever's like the biggest, like, snub out of the New Silver tournament gets the number one seed in the other tournament. <laughs> That's how it always works. Yeah, that, that, that is, that may be the biggest snub in the history of NCAA. That was, that I mean, bad. Texas A&M, not only did they, I mean, they went to the freaking, they went through the entire SEC tournament. Yeah. Like, how do you not reward them for, for what they did? Yeah. It, it, it just blows my mind. I can't believe that they didn't make it. And yet, fucking Michigan did. It's just crazy. Texas A&M had was twenty three and twelve. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> and they beat you know number twenty five Alabama, number four Auburn, number fifteen Arkansas. Yeah, they had a pretty good record. I don't understand it. I don't know. Uh, uh Ryan, before we end this podcast, we need to find you. Cut out. Uh, before we end this podcast, we need an update. Is this USFL, whatever the fuck it's called, is it going to happen or not? 
Uh, supposedly. Um, it is official. <laughs> I haven't heard anything else, so. I, I, yeah, it was kind of up in the air a couple of weeks ago. It is officially starting supposedly April 16th. So about a month away, we're going to get that started. Um, a new report. I don't even know the teams yet. Yeah, we know all the teams. We don't know who's on the teams. Yeah, we do. They had their draft. Oh, okay. You just don't pay attention. They had a full-on draft and a supplemental draft already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I don't remember who you picked as your team. So, uh, who are the Alabama team? The Breakers? No, who is Alabama? I don't even remember. It was a weird name. It was the weirdest one. Was it the Stallions? No. The Mallers? Mm. The Bandits? No, there's another one. There's one that's really weird. The Birmingham Stallions is the only one I'm seeing. No, it was something else. That's there's, the, there's the Stallions. There's the Gamblers. There's the, the Gamblers. Pan- oh, Houston. The Houston Gamblers. Yeah. yeah I, the I, I went with the New Orleans Breakers, I think. Because they're like the name. Yep. Yeah, so apparently it is going to happen. Uh, supposedly... A new report is out that the NFL is going to help out with the USFL too. So, okay. They're just the NFL is just like, hey, we'll help everybody out. But I think they want the USFL to be more of a like a developmental thing. Right. I don't. The XFL is not. The XFL is not a, a developmental. They've come out and said that. But I'm pretty sure the USFL is like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll help yeah. you. We'll take whatever help you want to give us. <laughs> we don't want to be. We don't want to go the same route as the AAF and die within a year. <laughs> yeah. But the schedule's been released, Nathan. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. See if it lasts longer than it did the last time. Last time it only made it three years. It's the same. Yeah. So they will be having games on Fox, NBC, Peacock, USA, and FS1. All right. So you can check that out week one, April 16th and 17th for the USFL. I doubt this. I don't know. We'll see. I actually want it to last a little bit, but I don't think it's going to. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't heard any update on the, on the, on, I haven't heard an update on the, like the lawsuit. So. Yeah, well, not only that, but here's the thing. This is the last thing we'll, we'll mention before we end this thing. But it may last this year, but what's going to happen whenever the XFL and, and this are going head-to-head? Yeah, that's what's going to be interesting is when the XFL actually shows up. Cause yeah, because it's no supposedly 2023. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I always like more football, but if anything like the AF, AAF, it's not going to be fun to watch. Because no one wants to watch, no, no one wants to watch low rate football. The XFL yeah. was watched because it was different, and they had different rules, yeah. and they tried to be. But the AAF and the USFL is just football, but with worse players. <laughs> exactly. It's like exactly. I don't. Why would I want to watch this? It's like watching Division Three football or Division One football. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. 
We'll see where it goes. I I don't have faith at all, but <laughs> no. All right, I think that's gonna do it. Yeah, that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, speaking of tournaments, at some point uh, we have not ironed out the details, and we will let you guys know when we're officially gonna let this go and release it. We are gonna be doing a WrestleMania tournament, similar to the Instant Play tournament. I have compiled a list of sixty-two of the best WrestleMania matches. And we will be putting them in a random bracket, and we will be comp- having a, me, you, and Jeff uh, will be in this thing, making our picks, and we will determine in the most scientific way possible what is the best WrestleMania match of all time. That is going to be upcoming, probably a re- released around the time WrestleMania is happening. I would say. All right. Also, upcoming on the video game podcast Thursday morning, the big Sony State of Play. We'll be talking about that. Plus, me and Jeff will be giving our thoughts on WWE 2K22. I've gotten to play it for about four days now, so uh, I, I'm going to be giving my thoughts on that. And then coming up on the wrestling podcast on Saturday, it's another week. No pay-per-views, so we'll be discussing the week that happened, plus um, some of the major news. Hopefully something major happens tonight on Raw. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, so thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate you. Follow the YouTube, the Twitter, the TikTok, the Facebook, the Instagram, all that fun stuff at Sabri ENT for all the latest. I live tweet when watching wrestling. So if you want to interact with me, you can do that. Um, and for anything regarding anything we're going to post later, we'll be updated on those sites. So thank you for listening. For Nathan, I am Ryan reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.